breathe in the air. I know I'm not Pink Floyd, uh, but it's the best I got. However, that notion of that phenomenal song by Pink Floyd, which is Speak to Me, Breathe from uh, Pink Floyd on their epic Dark Side of the Moon album. Uh, This is going to be the basis of our episode 20. Yes, can you believe it? Our 20th Teach for Endurance podcast episode. It's cause for a celebration. So here, I'll clap. We're going to call this episode Breathe, Breathe in the Air, because why not? I'm not sure many of us truly look at the importance and healthful benefits this seemingly simple concept of breathing provides for us. I mean, I get the obvious. If we don't breathe, well, then, you know. However, much of enduring what life brings our way can be made far more manageable through the simple aspect of truly breathing. Honestly, if you can control your breathing, you can control your mind. And if you can control your mind, look out, you are going to be a force to be reckoned with. The possibilities are boundless. The cliff note version is, if you're tired, freaked out, in pain, or so forth, the simplest manner to relieve or minimize or lessen these feelings is to truly properly breathe. It may not take away everything, but it can definitely help. Deep, life-inducing breaths is the sorcerer's stone, if you will, to meeting uncomfortable situations head-on. How'd you like that Harry Potter reference? I know, it's a talent. Here's the simple study notes version for us, or for you, my listeners, of the importance of breath. We need to breathe to send oxygen into the cells in our body, which constantly need a new supply so they can produce energy, which we all often are lacking and we need an abundance of. When breathing, we also allow our bodies to expel or get rid of the waste products and toxins that it creates, which can easily slow down our systems and our bodies and damage vital functions if not gotten rid of properly. Let's begin with our mission here. Process breathing. We'll do a quick tutorial of what actually goes on in our bodies when we breathe. I am a teacher after all, so I can't expect, I got to kind of activate your prior knowledge here. When you inhale or you and I inhale, the muscle at the bottom of our rib cage, the diaphragm contracts, meaning it moves downward. This allows our lungs, uh, the room to expand. Uh, The muscles between our rib cage or between our ribs, they're called the intercostal muscles and they contract to pull our rib cage upward and outward. As the lungs expand, air brought in through our nose, if we don't have a cold, and mouth travels down our trachea to our lungs. After going or passing through our bronchial tubes, this beautiful air eventually reaches the air sacs where oxygen is passed into our bloodstream. Moreover, carbon dioxide travels into the air sacs from our bloodstream and is kicked out from the body as we exhale. Overall, this process is repeated nearly 20 to 30,000 times a day, every day, as long as we're living. Some people can slow down their breathing, and we're going to do a little workout to kind of show you how that might work. But overall, that's the approximate average uh, that we are taking this breathing process through on a daily basis. Mission two, better breathing. As this is a multi-tiered process, if you will, it's imperative that we allow them to work as they should. Step one, proper posture. Whether you're sitting or standing up, you want to try to be as straight as possible, which allows our lungs to expand quickly and efficiently with each and every breath. Uh, Likewise, when you're sitting, sitting up straight helps air travel into our lungs 
while also allowing carbon dioxide to get out uh, of our lungs, which is a good thing. Often when we feel out of it, so to speak, or you're just tired or you're in that, what do they call a, a foggy state, it often can be tied to your breathing technique being impeded by your posture. While inhaling is certainly integral to uh, proper life functions, many of us only exhale about 70% of the carbon dioxide in our lungs. So while we may inhale decently well, our exhaling needs some work. Try to commit to expelling all the air out of your lungs as though you're a kid again and you're blowing little tiny soap bubbles out of those little plastic toy things we used to get as kids. Or maybe you still do it. It it is fun. I wouldn't blame you or, or judge you if you did. But really commit to getting all the air out. Mission three, the breath connection. You know, each and every system in our body relies on oxygen from our cognitive abilities to our digestive tract. Effective or proper breathing provides us a greater sense of uh, mental acuity. It can also help us digest our food better. It can help us sleep better, which I I know I need. I know all of us could probably use that. And it can improve our body's uh, immune systems or its responses while reducing current stress levels. And if there's any educators out there, how can that not be a good thing? Uh, in fact, many people who practice yoga, myself included, uh, act, often work on this notion of breath control or pranayama, and this has been shown to kind of regulate our nervous system, so to speak, and this allows us to keep our heart rates under control, our blood pressure under control. Uh, it really connects to everything within our body's systems. All right, we're going to do two workouts. Um, I want to preface this with saying that do not do either of these if you're compromised in any way, if you're injured. Uh, by moving forward, if you do these, you're doing these at your own risk. Um, I do them, and they make me feel a lot better, but it doesn't mean that it would be the same for you. I'm just saying we're going to try these two workouts uh, if you would like to. So our first one that I've learned through yoga is what's termed the breath of fire. And we're going to do 36, or you're going to try to do 36 if you choose to do so. What I want you to imagine is you're going to take a deep breath in, and then you are going to exhale forcefully through your nose. And the inhales should come naturally, although they're going to be shorter. So this might sound weird a little bit, but I'm going to do it for you here just a couple. So I'm going to take a deep breath in. Here we go. And you hear that pattern, each of those forceful exhales coming from my low abdomen as I'm pushing or expelling air out of my nose. That is the breath of fire. So if you would like to, I want you to either stand up straight or sit up straight. Remember, posture is important. When I say so, you're going to take a deep breath in, and then on each count, I want you forcefully expelling air out of your nostrils. Okay? So here we go. Deep breath in, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. 
and take a deep breath in and resume breathing in your normal fashion. You can do multiple sets of that. You can do one set of it, or you don't have to do it at all. I'm just saying that activity alone really provides me clarity of mind. So again, that's a yoga practice known as the breath of fire. The second workout, which I love, 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 love. I don't even have a name for it, but we're just going to do it anyway. And again, you're doing so on your own choosing. If you can't do it or your body won't allow you to do it, then don't do it. But here we go. The second workout is to lie on your back flat on the ground and bring your heels close up to your butt so your knees are going to be kind of you know sticking up in the air but your feet remain flat on the ground. So lying on your back, bring your heels into as close to your butt as you can and you're just lying there. Now with your feet where they are flat, open your legs like a crab, only as far as your body allows you to do so. Do not overextend. I don't need you pulling any muscles here. Just open your legs like a crab as much as your body allows you to do so. Now put one hand on your belly, uh, in and around your, your belly button. I don't care if it's your right or left hand. Put one hand there and then put your other hand on your chest or sternum area. And relax, and you're breathing your normal way right now. When we do this, I want you to breathe then deep through your nose and exhale through your nose if possible. This might take some getting used to. And then again, if you have a cold or something, this isn't going to work very well. But if you can, this feels awesome. At least to me it does. All right. When you're in your position, on your back, one hand on your, or your legs are out like a crab, one hand's on your belly button area, one hand's on your sternum. Through your nose. Breathe in deeply for four seconds. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Hold this. Hold the breath. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. That's the process, and we're going to repeat it twice. Everything is a four-second count. Okay? Well, let's try this. Breathe in on four, hold for four, release for four, hold for four, and then we breathe in again. We're going to do it twice. All right? Relax, laying back, hands are in the proper spots, eyes closed, you're sinking into the ground, and breathe in. One, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, release, two, three, four, hold, two, three, Four, breathe in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, release, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, and breathe. Ah, wasn't that nice? Do that whenever you feel the need for calm and serenity or just a little clarity of mind. It's always there waiting for you. Or you can try the breath of fire. It's a little more energetic, uh, but they both do wonders, at least for me. And if you're healthy or healthy enough and are able to do so, maybe give it a shot. In the end, breathing is life. And life uh, is the characteristic state or mode that separates a living thing from dead matter. And since I'm still above ground, which is a good thing, I think, the breath of life it will be. Or remember this quote of mine when practicing your breathing techniques. I kind of like this quote. I'm proud of it. Breathe in the gentlest of breezes and exhale the sweetest of songs. Or as Pink Floyd stated, breathe 
breathe in the air. There, I sang for you twice. All right, everyone. I hope you got something out of this uh, podcast number 20 episode. And I thank you, as always, for hanging out with me. Take care of yourselves.